Good morning, afternoon, or evening. Please delete as appropriate. Hello there. I am Andy Anatko, and this is Material Episode 165. This is also Material Episode 165, and this is also... Florence Ion. I'm sorry. See, I realized I stepped on you by, like... <laughs> <laughs> it's it's hard to say and this is episode, oh wait and now she has to i'm sorry that's wow andy wow that's okay andy i understand listen to be quite honest with you i expected this to happen because see i have been so nose down into my android pie just <laughs> rubbing my nose and all that fruit and sugary filling mm. right yeah, this is it's it's tough because again we 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 are uh, it's been a while since uh since uh Russell or Yasmin has like been on the show and so uh, we we can we can start complaining about how difficult it is to be like technology writers slash journalists slash commentators slash pundits and you start off being really excited by like the the new version of Android or the new iPhone or the new something and you legitimately are and your the first things mm-hmm. you write about it reflect that. That, but then it's two and a half weeks later, and it's not just writing about it way too much for your primary outlet, but also, oh, well, I'm doing radio in three days, and they want me to talk all about Android P. And oh, well, I really like uh, I'm on like local TV these days, but they want me to, and I just want to say there are birds outside singing, bringing hummingbirds, hummingbirds exactly. coming after honeysuckle. They've just been all outside. This, this, so right out here out my window, there's a honeysuckle tree and you can't see it because the camera won't show it to you, but it's there and I could see the hummingbirds and they've been coming around mm. and we've got a bird feeder and I've got a picky bird that's been taking out all the peanuts and throwing it on the floor. Yep. But this is what you miss. Thanks. <laughs> and, 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 and another thing, the, the birds and the bunnies and the squirrels and even the blue jays, which can Scrub be rather jays. distemperate on here time. in the Bay Area you suburbs. Know, they, you know, they, they they don't they don't have any expressed opinions on Android P, and they seem to be doing. They just don't even fine. know it exists. Exactly, uh, which honestly, it's, it's a form of bliss. It, it is a form of bliss, um, except that we are incredibly sentient beings, and well, I I do feel a bit of bliss with Android Pi. I will say that myself. Um, okay. In fact, so so yes. so, so let's let's just let's just say that given the choice between not having to write, study, or have opinions about Android P. But occasionally being killed by death from above by hawks, or having to write about this so much that occasionally you feel the words uh, turning to mud inside your mouth. Probably a hawk less mm-hmm. alternative. Also, yeah. uh, nature also, is also you, cruel, you... <laughs> <laughs> and it's a little easier for us humans. Uh, well. <laughs> Some of us. Anyway, uh, but you, you, yes. Yep. So on that note, I collected all of the interesting things I thought about Android P, and I put them in an article for everyone. Yes, now the, I, I liked I liked this article. Love this article. I tweet tweet link this article. The only complaint I will have because the, the, the rest of this is a, is a, is a love note to your wonderful work. I'm just saying that it was for Life Hacker, and I'm not sure that any of these things in your article are technically life hacks. No, they're not. We're we're we're, we're talking about if you if, don't throw away that half of a, of a lemon after you've after you've extracted the juice, use it to take caps off of wine bottles that are stuck. And it's like wow, I would never have thought of that. And so. 
these, but these are all really these are all really good observations, and many of them were things that I didn't actually wasn't aware about. Like I wasn't uh, I, at some point. I'm sure that Google told me about the new like battery saving and extending features, but at that point, before reading your piece, I had only realized, wow, my battery life seems to be better for reasons that I'm not really interested in going into. Uh, well, yes. So on that note, speaking of battery life, you're supposed to get all these notifications that tell you your battery is going to be dead by this time, and it usually gives you like a three hours head up, heads up, which I guess is, is good. It's good that I have three hours to find a charging mechanism. Okay. That's fair. That's a fair amount of time, I think, <laughs> uh, which is great, but I find that they happen so much so often, or rather they're a reminder of how bad the battery life is on the pixel two, <laughs> because it, it, because it about two out in the afternoon, I'll get a thing that says your phone will be dead by 6 PM to which I'm like, I work at home. What have you been doing <laughs> this entire time? Like I haven't commuted. You haven't followed me anywhere. I, you literally followed me from upstairs to downstairs, which you didn't even know that I did really. <laughs> um, so that's just that, that's the thing that is, I guess, revealing in this whole Android Pi switchover. But other than that, I mean, I really feel like this is a very user-friendly version of Android. I feel like, mm. man, these gestures, like, I get them. Yeah. And I know we kind of talked a little bit about it last week, but that was, like, that was our new sensation with Android P. Now it's been, like, now it's been a while with Android P, and I have officially forgot. Android Oreo? What's that? <laughs> I guess you know if you're on a Samsung phone. Ouch, sorry. Uh, oh, sick burn. Ouch, sorry <laughs> to everyone out there. Yeah, the 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 um uh, the the only thing that I still haven't figured out yet because it it's not this is a new feature that is really cool and really important, but it's going to require a lot of like support before it really works. Is when your um is a uh, when you've selected text mm -hmm. and normally you get the, that little, oh, here's the highlight text. And above that, we're going to put this bubble saying select all, copy, paste, whatever. And now there's goals. So there's occasionally there's occasionally like an icon in there saying, oh, if you've selected a phone number, we're guessing you might want to hand it off to the phone app. Or if this is a recipe for raspberry kombucha rhubarb, we're going to guess you want to put this into your I don't know. I'm, yes. I'm guessing. But uh, is there such a thing as raspberry kombucha rhubarb? Um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if there okay. were a thing as raspberry oh, strawberry Ooh, rhubarb hey, kombucha, probably. Actually, actually, what 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 am I thinking? Hang on a sec. Hey Google, give me a recipe for raspberry kombucha rhubarb. Let's see if it has anything for me. Okay, well the the the, the speaker is down, but it says I have a recipe for. So I'm, I'm guessing it's try to make me happy anyway but it will try to make you happy because it's your assistant that's the whole point of it and eventually when they make like you know little robot bodies for these things <laughs> you have no problem <laughs> well see that that's what you want you don't you don't want you don't want like that sort of like uh when, when you're like 10 years into like a good friendship or a relationship and they're like, what the hell are you talking about? Raspberry kombucha. You realize that kombucha is like sort of like a fermented fungus sort of drink. That So I, I don't want people to tell it like it is. I want people to make me feel as though even when I'm dumb, they understood that my heart was in the right place. 
but but you, but you know what I'm talking about, where there's like a there's now like a new app icon. There's an app icon sometimes, and I don't know. I'm almost scared to push it because this. I know that like Wonderlist has absolutely nothing to do with my intentions for this text I'm about to copy, but I just want to see what happens. So I will say that the dragging images between app screens is kind of amazing. I really like that. That's it another reminds one to me yeah. exactly of like being on a desktop computer. Uh, there's just all sorts of things about Android Pie that are really enjoyable. I put together tips for kind of the common user. I left out a couple of things. I left out one thing. Oh, ah, what's it called? It is in the developer menu. And so uh, let's see if I can do this very quickly without taking up too much podcast time. But so when you go into the developer menu, you know, assuming that you have enabled that, there is an option for what is it called? I can't remember. I'm going to sing until I find it. What's it called? What's it called? Automatically turn on Bluetooth while driving? No, I turned that on, though. No. I haven't I haven't really <laughs> used it just for for what it's uh, worth. No, there is um Something with a processor in the background. Background process limit, is it? Standby apps, that's what it is. Thank you, everyone, for being on that mind journey <laughs> with me. By the way, that's the middle-aged brain. <laughs> we've, we've, we've all enjoyed the journey. <laughs> okay, so standby apps, like you can go in and you can set different classes for them. So you can set apps as active, working set, frequent, or rare and I know there's a couple of explanations out there about how these different classes work, but I just don't think that is a user friend. Like that is not, do not tell your mom to go do that. Okay. It's just, <laughs> just instead help her out with the app notifications so that she's not constantly getting bombarded and get her set up with digital well-being. Because let me tell you, Andy, no one bothers me after 10 p.m., um, I need to make sure that my husband is allowed to bother me though, because apparently he was texting me last night and I set the <laughs> digital well-being from 10 PM to 8 AM the next day. And I didn't get his text messages until like well into my first cup of coffee this morning. <laughs> and I was like, he's like, hello, are you there? I guess he fell asleep. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, sorry, apparently this digital well-being thing works really well. I had no idea you're trying to get in contact with me, which is actually not a good thing. But yeah, see, that, that that's an insight you don't want to get because you realize that there's a lot of really sophisticated machine learning happening. And if you were to, if you were to find out that, gee, I, I wonder why I never hear get like texts or anything why from is, my husband. Why is my wife PM. ghosted me? It's like, <laughs> It's like, exactly. When, we, when you can get that, that notification, when you, we, you can drill down and say, oh, well, we noticed that your blood, your, your pulse and your blood pressure seem to go up in a negative way, and your typing force on the screen goes way, way up when you're responding to anything your husband says to you after 10. So we decided for the sake of your well-being just to let's just have him like not have access to you until you've had a good night's sleep and you've managed to sort of reset everything. That's going to be the version 20 update of uh, Google Coach. It comes with uh, <laughs> tie-ins to your social network to see who it is that is causing you great distress. <laughs> uh, are, you gonna, are we going to have the same conversations with our digital assistants that we sometimes have with our friends? It's like, no, you just don't understand Gladys the way that I understand Gladys, yes. okay? Now, she might seem standoffish, but that's because she's reserving judgment. Because believe me, when she has a judgment, you will hear completely yes. about it. And yes. If it's, if you're gonna, yeah, this is so. our future. Because here's the thing. There's people that are programming these things, and the way to make 
somebody like me, a regular person, that's me. I'm very regular. Never been to a press event. Uh, (laughs) They program it to, you know, in that sort of interaction. And actually, just since we're on the topic, I have been doing that with continued conversations. (laughs) So (laughs) I've been, and I've been encouraging my guests at my house to also uh, tack on like whatever they want. And so when I had my friends over a couple weekends ago, they were actively saying thank you after every command I made. Um, and I, it, you know, it's just like as a human with my human brain, it's just psychologically for my human <laughs> brain, it's this very dopamine pleasing, like, oh, I really like it. Like we're all just getting along, like one big, one big happy family in the living room. And that's, yeah. that's when you realize that like, Oh, their plan has worked. This is exactly what they wanted to <laughs> wanted me to do with their product and how they wanted me to use it. And I am exactly what all those marketing people, like when they did their initial pitch, you know how Don Draper was doing the pitch and he was very dramatic and just really taking people into a scene. I'm the person that they put in that scene. That was me. <laughs> yeah. No, it's I I, I like how uh how personable the, the assistant is getting, but I, I find I am finding I'm getting the same sort of pleasure that uh, from interacting with the assistant that I often get with like the clerks at my coffee yeah. at my local coffee place. Where again, I don't they they don't want to have a personal relationship with the customers, but it's it's part of the social contract that hey, we get to have like five minutes as we do our transaction of just being nice to You're each other saying... and saying oh I like it. and then you walk away. But it's like wow, I I really do know how to speak like an adult human being and say nice things and but so you're <laughs> saying so- but but see you just said something really interesting that sparked a note and is that you said social contract and i just realized that what is happening here is a psychological contract between you and the assistant so the assistant is playing the role of that social contract that the human responds to in order for the human to be res- be responsive to it. I hope you followed me on that. Um, that's genius. How much did they pay the person who came up with that? Because this this is like must be one out of every seventeen conversations that uh, people with my kind of social awkwardness have with their brain doctors and therapists. Which is at, at what point do I do, is is there a material difference between me uh, speaking nicely and politely and cheerfully and complimenting people like at, at the coffee that I'm uh, dealing with at the coffee shop because I'm genuinely a nice person who believes in a positive, friendly society versus I know that I will get what I want if I'm if I adopt these protocols, which is they're not going to spit in my food. If I'm wearing a particularly jaunty cap, maybe they will say that's a particularly jaunty cap you're wearing today, and I will say thank you for noticing. It's yeah. So there's some things you kind of don't want to deep dive into. I guess I won't deep dive into this, but I'm going to be thinking about it. There's an unsolved <laughs> mystery. Do 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 do. Well, I'll be I'll I'll be continuing this conversation with somebody who charges me a hundred dollars an hour. Uh, <laughs> That's it. You're getting a bargain. Uh, anyway. Of. <laughs> uh, well, well, her her degree in psychiatry did come from Devry, so oh, you get what you get what you pay for. Uh, no shade to anybody. <laughs> Devry is a very fine school. Uh, you know, heating, ventilation, and cooling is a part of society that keeps us all together. Uh, and one thing I did want I did want to get to. Um, 
So someone on Twitter, I think they're actually responding to someone uh, on Twitter. Me. I'm going to say someone <laughs> on Twitter because I co- I can't I don't want to quote them exactly, and it's uh, what uh, uh, I think it was a listener of Mac Break was saying about well, you know you and Le- you and Leo Laporte should talk about like why why Andy switched from and- from iPhone to Android, and he's never talked about that. And fortunately, before I was able to say. Actually, I wrote about seven thousand well, words actually. on it at the time. <laughs> so, so much so that multiple friends and editors were saying, "Yeah, why don't you stay off the internet for a few days? Because we're, there's there's uh, there's a certain fire that's happening now that you might not want to be a part of." Um, but it's but it's worth mentioning, <laughs> and that was a few, I think it was 2015. It's like it's now been so long ago that I don't know exactly how long ago it was. I think it was 2013, uh, like five years ago. Um, but it, it is something that's kind of been on my mind because I, I, I definitely did have reasons for switching. And what it came down, uh, really, it wasn't a, a specific trigger. It was that horrible and wonderful thing that happens to us as tech <laughs> reviewers and writers because I get to play with every single phone that comes out. And I noticed over the previous, particularly that previous year and a half, that every time I had to, like, I was done testing a new Android phone, and I packed it back up and sent it back and switched back to my iPhone because I, like, I, I always switch my Sims if I'm doing, like, a real mainstream review. I have to use it full time uh, in addition to whatever else, else I'm doing. Like, I, and I'll, I'll be back to the iPhone saying, oh, that's right. This doesn't have, I, I can't just simply do swipe typing. And, oh, oh, right. That's right. I can't just simply share stuff between apps. Oh, that's right. I can't do that. Oh, yeah, I can't just simply connect it to my desktop and copy files onto and off of it. All this sort of stuff. And when the Samsung Galaxy S3 came out, which was the first, I think was the first phone that, uh, first Android phone that really got its stuff together with the hardware, mm-hmm. where not only built really, really well, uh, but also <laughs> the first one where <laughs> they, they floated this, this amazingly bizarre trial balloon of what if we shipped it with just the apps that are standard with with Android, and we didn't add three times as many icons for our marketing partners and Blockbuster.com streaming and and ESPN that we don't want, yeah, that we can't delete. Uh, And I found that I liked it so much that I was like, I think I'm going to but I, I think I've, I first told myself that it was, you know what, I think I should, pr- I don't have like a high level, like a premier Android phone that I own just as part of my hardware. I should buy one of these just so I have one in my hardware library. And of course, who was I kidding? Within two weeks, it was like my official phone. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was all the choice. It was, spe- it was specific features that uh, Apple at the time wasn't terribly interested in, still isn't terribly interested in. Uh, it was a, a lot of little things that over the years I'd g- grown frustrated with about how frustrating it can be to use every, every OS has its quirks. I was getting frustrated by iPhone quirks, particularly because I couldn't do anything about them. So it wasn't it wasn't me, you know, ra- waving the red banner of revolution. Uh, uh, it was just I just li- I like this phone better, and it really uh, and, and it was a very very weird experience because uh, I'm almost ashamed to have to admit this uh, because I had to say I had to go through a very brief period of. But I'm not. I'm an iPhone user. I'm not an Android user. And that in itself, after like a few minutes, like, oh, come for God's sakes! You're not a fanboy. You don't. You don't buy the logo. You're using the. You, da, 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 da. And and then I, and then I decide. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm also gonna write 
uh, at length about this so that I'm going to make sure it, it sounds like a good example of here's if, if you've been ignoring Android until now because it's really haven't has been a well-developed operating system maybe what here's why I switched and it's and every third sentence almost was I'm not saying the iPhone sucks I'm not saying say that, that Apple is terrible well something you, you shouldn't and sometimes but sometimes you feel like there, there, there are things that I sometimes write because I know that I'm, I can, I've been at this long enough that I know I can predict uh, the ways that certain people are going to respond. And it's easier to process if I can either just silently to myself or explicitly, if I have to, point to paragraph number three of page number one. You see here. This is not an indictment of <laughs> apparently you didn't read any of the five times I mentioned this. And yeah, so. Yeah, and, and uh, uh, you know, and I have to say that the hardware of uh, uh, the iPhone hardware has been getting better and better. It's al- it's always been a, a real cut above, yeah. um, and it's been getting more and more interesting. And a lot of features coming up in the new iOS, uh, for, both from the last year's edition and coming up in this year's editions, are really really interesting to me. Like what they're doing with AR, a lot what they're doing with power management. I have to say that a lot of the the, the focus on privacy is becoming a lot more interesting. And important to me, so it's not as though I was thinking about switching back, but I'm aware of uh, both professionally and personally of the steps that Apple has taken to move forward, and also the fact that now it is a lot more open. It's still iOS, but there are a lot more things you can change about it. You now you can actually now get get the Google keyboard if you want the Google Swipe keyboard, uh, which is pretty awesome. Um, but I'm st- it's Android piece has pretty much gotten me to not even consider switching for another couple of years at least it, because I, I again i'm a we, we are freelance journalists in a rapidly mm-hmm. collapsing market mm-hmm. where uh, where actual opinions that people don't like are not as marketable as hashtag sponsored content <laughs> it's like i was flown out to this exotic ice flow in iceland for a photo shoot to try out the new the new microsoft camera uh, it's uh, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I've got off. Almost got off on a tangent okay. there. That wasn't supposed right. to be a tangent. But uh, but uh, it's, it's what I'm saying is that of course, again, we're we're, we're freelancers. Uh, I do okay. I'm not making a hell of a lot of money, which means that if uh, if I buy a new phone for eight hundred dollars, I have to be sure that this is going to be a really good right. investment. Particularly considering that my Pixel version one, not a scratch on it, still works fine. I have no complaints about it. The camera is wonderful. Love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, and so. I would I would not have I would not be preparing to spend six to eight hundred dollars on a new Pixel Three this fall uh, if I were not not just simply content to stay but also excited uh, about what's going on in the future. So to quickly to quickly answer that question, if anybody has ever asked about, uh, wondered about that, it still is. I just like Android stylistically. I like the mm-hmm. I like the extra freedom. I like the extra features. I'm willing to. Uh, do that trans what I keep referring to as that transaction with Google that if I give let you have access to this personal information I expect you to give me way more than I'm giving you and also to take good care of that information and not be like Facebook or LinkedIn about it uh, I'm uh, I'm willing to. I still like that, but I also stylistically, I like material design more than I like Same. iOS's Same. GUI. It's just peppy. It has a lot of spark to it, and uh, I. This is getting back to Mac break before we say our last thing and then go to an ad. Uh, uh, you sometimes you feel like you want to make sure you're being clear. That I was when I'm when I'm on Mac break. 
Um, one of our uh, other hosts is uh, Renee Ritchie, who I absolutely love and absolutely admire. He's the uh, he's at uh, Mobile Nations, and he's the, the guiding hand behind uh, iMore.com. Does amazingly good Apple coverage, and usually when we're talking about certain things, he's uh, he's he's not a fanboy. He is his own person. He simply has a point of view that's much more in line with Apple than mine is, which means that. When we talk, when we're on the panel and discussing Apple stuff, it's often like uh, John Lennon and Paul McCartney. You know, he's getting better all the time. He couldn't get much worse because you know, he, he because he, he he's he's going to represent this. So I'm going to ba- I'm going to you know acknowledge that, but also fill in what I think some of the blanks are. Uh, and I find myself talking so much about how much I like and admire the Pixel Book that uh, we were talking about uh, rumors that Apple's going to be refreshing finally, like the MacBook Air line, uh, and finally have uh, decent uh, de- decent MacBooks that are less than, maybe less than $1,000. And I'm trying to make the point of how Apple is not putting a lot of passion into the, de- the development of the Mac as a platform, which disappoints me greatly as someone who has a Mac in front of me right now and two Macs behind me right now. I wish, and I, use, I, I found myself using the Pixel Book as a great example of here is, not only is it sleek and beautiful and super, super compact, and it's nicely designed and as nicely built as anything Apple has ever made strike you know, parody number one, but also it's taken two steps forward like Windows 10 has by incorporating multi-touch into this. And so being a lot more flexible and a lot more modern, so that's strike one, but also strike two, the idea that it's running Chrome OS, which is an entirely new concept of operating system that says, what if we were to throw away everything in an operating system that makes it sl- that's unnecessary for most people and makes it slow and cumbersome and tedious? And simply you open it up and boom, you've got your word processor and you don't have to deal with updates. You don't have to deal with all these sort of malarkeys. <laughs> and then you add on, well, and if you if there is like a phone app you want to run, that's fine. Just run your Android app alongside it. And then, oh, well, but you're saying, Andy, that sometimes you uh, you have to like live stream for, uh, when you're on a trip or you're going to be editing photos. You're going to need the real Photoshop, not the mobile version. It's like, okay, well, why don't you just hold down a key and dual boot into Windows 10? And by the way, it still costs $300 less than the cheapest, <laughs> the cheapest MacBook. And that's the sort of stuff I'm talking about. We're gets me excited about stuff in the future and stuff that's being worked on as opposed to what I think Apple is doing, which is a more refined version of what they've always done, which is top-notch stuff, but it doesn't get me excited about how I'm going to spend $800 on this laptop and I feel like I'm going to get $1,500 worth of use out of it. So, Andy, again, this can is, we go this, back to talking yeah. about Google? Because I'm not excited anymore. I'm kind of... <laughs> It's just Apple. I just, I just, I just <laughs> praised the Pixel Book like to the seven winds. Let's talk like more a... about it because I want to okay. get more excited because you talk yeah. about Apple and I live in the Bay it's Area my entire life. Once, little, you know. once again, this is, this, is, this is not an Android show. This is all, yeah. again, Google has its tendrils all the way into every it experience does. in the world. That's the, that's, that's the stuff we don't like about Google. There was a, uh, an article that I'm, we're probably going to be talking about mm-hmm. next week because I didn't have time to really process it about how a couple of researchers were saying it's almost impossible to do anything on the planet without Google somehow tracking you. And I said, I, I acknowledge the correctness oh, yeah. of those words we're I read. We're going to talk about that next <laughs> but I want, week because that yeah. is a thing that we need to really <laughs> yep. flush. So everyone stay tuned. <laughs> yes. 
But before, okay, well, let's 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 do our first ads. But but first, let's let's end on some mm-hmm. good news. And this is this is something I really really liked. I hope I can get it to work. So if you have the uh, the assistant, uh, ask it uh, ask it tell me some good news or tell me something good. Let's see if I can get it to. Whoops, ah, I had speech to text on. Anyway, let's see if I can get it to work on the phone. Tell me something good. Okay, from BBC. The voluntary donation of data for medical research is on the rise. <laughs> Apps enable thousands of volunteers to share their health data, which is giving scientists new research leads on arthritis I and mean, Parkinson's disease. I guess that's good, but like, <laughs> I mean, the good news is, I guess, <laughs> listen, the assistant is telling you the good news is that your data is being put to use for more ways <laughs> to sell you drugs. I mean, listen, <laughs> it's perfect. It's for no, it's okay. It's, I'm being a little what, cynical. Sorry. Uh. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm saying that this this is I don't I don't know if 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 Google PR is like really really I will I would I wouldn't be offended if they decided that you know what we have this new feature that we just sort of put in there because it's interesting. On the day after, let, let's let's advise one of our like columnists at a at a website to write about this. On the day, like the night after, the, the morning after, we found out that essentially it is now federal testimony that the, that the president of the United States broke campaign oh, laws yes. and interfered with an election. I actually I want some good news now. Yes, and it's it's and it's and it works pretty cool. Um, so I uh, this, this the second time I tried it today, I I think I said tell me something good instead of tell me some good news. I don't know if there's a difference, but the second time, the first time it, it gave me something like that, which is like a piece of good, like a piece of up up sort of news, uh, which was followed by hey, do you want it? It gave it read the summary just like you just heard. And then after this one it was a story about how. Uh, CC fly infestations in some African countries are actually being, they're winning the battle and they're actually saving lives. And actually, would you like me to send that article to your phone? And again, I just want to see what would happen. Yeah, sure. And he said, okay, the article's now on your phone. Thank you. And it's like, okay, that's a nice conversation. The second time I said, tell me, I said, tell me something good. And here's what happened. It said, how, how would you like to listen to that? I think it was, I, I wish I'd written down the actual thing it said but it said so, uh, maybe you'd like to listen to some swedish radio <laughs> would you like to listen to some st- swedish radio and then once again i said cautiously okay <laughs> and then <laughs> cautiously hello what, what what do you like to listen to <laughs> and i said i don't uh, hello <laughs> swedish <laughs> swedish sounding announcer voice like I anything and so then it started like playing what seemed to be like a stream from a Swedish yeah. radio station so of people talking happily oh. in Swedish yeah <laughs> and once again it was like okay I don't understand any of this but it's people talking in positive tones they seem happy with their lives in Sweden uh, and I gotta say I also enjoyed how those interactions went which is not uh, you know, the, the the bad way of doing a smart assistant is <laughs> You're welcome. I will now select at random from a list of articles that have been pre-approved to be read when someone asks for good news. Here is your randomly selected article. It's like I, I feel like the next generation of this is going to be. Oh, bunny! I'm so you're having a bad. Oh God! Well, hire something that I think will cheer you up. Would you like to hear about baby elephants that are doing just great? No. I understand. How about there is a new donut place near your house that's not only delicious, but the people who own it, they're wonderful people who who rescue puppies. (laughs) Those are so hard to find these days. 
<laughs> anybody anybody who makes who, who will sell me delicious donuts nearby is by definition to me a wonderful person. I suppose. Uh, so I tried asking my Google Assistant this and it didn't work. It just says there's no good news. So, <laughs> but I actually okay. Well, you you are you are close to a fire. You're on the west coast. That's yeah, not terribly in your backyard. Uh, we do have some good news for our podcast listeners, though. What is we that? Have two ads today. Three ads, but two ads right now. Well, it's good news. Definitely good news for us because it means money yes. for us. Ad and revenue. we get to take but a I'm, break. I'm, I'm, I'm hope- and and yeah, but that means I get to drink some more of you this do. delicious uh, uh, Coca Cola mm-hmm. Zero, which is not a sponsor, but mm-hmm. but I'm practicing my in- I'm, again as 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 a journalist and a rapid plastic <laughs> mark. I'm practicing my Instagram, like pushing something against you my face and Instagramming it. You have saying, to put it on YouTube. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag sponsored. Um, IGTV also another way. I guess <laughs> we we should jump into our ads. This episode of Material is brought to you by Squarespace. Make your next move with Squarespace. Squarespace lets you easily create a website for your next idea with a unique domain, award-winning templates, and more. Maybe you want to create an online store. Maybe you want to create a portfolio or a blog. Squarespace is an all-in-one platform that lets you do just that. There's nothing to install, no patches to worry about, and no upgrades needed. You don't have to worry about any of it because Squarespace has got it covered. They have award-winning 24-7 customer support if you need any help. They let you quickly and easily grab a unique domain name. And all of those award-winning templates are beautifully designed for you to show off your great ideas. My friends and I, we've got ourselves a little secret blog. You know, not going to out it here just yet, Uh, but we use Squarespace and it's great. It allows for all of us to have separate accounts, but to come together as an individuals to bring together one blog with all of our ideas under the umbrella of a domain name given to us by Squarespace. So Squarespace plans start at just $12 a month, but you can start a trial with no credit card required by going to squarespace.com backslash material. When you decide to sign up, use the offer code material to get 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain and to show your support for material. Once again, that's squarespace.com backslash material and the code material to get 10% off your first purchase. We thank Squarespace for their support. Squarespace, make your next move. Make your next website. This episode is brought to you by Linode. With Linode, you'll have access to a suite of powerful hosting options with prices starting at $5 a month. And you'll be up and running with your own virtual server in the Linode cloud in under a minute. Linode offers industry-leading performance with native SSD storage, a 40 gigabit network, and Intel E5 processors. They now have 10 data centers spread across the world, meaning you can serve your customers even quicker than before. They have an API that allows you to easily automate tasks or develop custom applications in the cloud. And everything is manageable via the command line. All of the nodes pricing tiers feature hourly billing with a monthly cap on all plans and add-on services like backups and node balancers. Linode has fantastic pricing options available. Their plans start at 1 gig of RAM for only $5 a month, and they offer high memory plans starting with 16 gigs of RAM. As a listener of this show, if you sign up at linode.com backslash material, you'll not only be supporting us, that's me and Andy, but you'll also get $20 towards any Linode plan. On the one gigabyte of RAM plan, that's four free months. And with a seven-day money-back guarantee, there's nothing to lose. So go to linode.com backslash material to learn more, sign up, and take advantage of that $20 credit. Or use the promo code material2018 at checkout. Thank you so much, Linode, for supporting the show. 
Okay, well, we've. It seems uh, we we were kind of uh, saying too many nice things about Google. So let's no, no, let's, no, 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 let's, no, no, let's no. move I on to. Think, well, not too I much. actually think this is a great segue because before before the ad break, you had made a joke about how nice the assistant could be giving us good news, but the way your accent was sounding more Russian toward the end there. Uh, and so I'm just, I'm just saying, uh, you know, I could imagine, like, imagine some assistant saying, yes, of course we'll give you the news that's good because there's nothing <laughs> bad happening because I, it it's be great censored by your government. <laughs> I, I would be, it would be great if it suddenly has a sense of humor because this is actual news yes. saying good news. It turns out that a foreign power has been tampering and it looks to be tampering in the next elections, but it's not Russian. They're Iranians. So it's not all the Russians that are doing these things. Maybe they're not as well funded. <laughs> Lord. Uh, so I am really looking forward to diving into this. Okay. So before we dive into this, because I'm going to, I'm going to let you sort of walk us through this and then I'm going to add my commentary. But I want to say that on Friday I was working late. Uh, here in my little home office, and I was watching Twitter unfold while this was happening. And this is the time that I love journalist Twitter and our little bubble that we have <laughs> on the social media network because it was just journalists going crazy over like, oh man, now they caught somebody tweeting about this. Like it was, I was watching it with bated breath. So tell us, Andy, what insanity we have to talk about. Okay. <laughs> So uh, uh, for the past couple weeks, we've been talking about Dragonfly, which is the super, super duper top secret, but no longer top secret because someone, uh, a good reporter, did his or her job uh, project to see if uh, Google can get the search engine back inside China, uh, which, of course, as we know, would involve making so many concessions to state surveillance and censorship as to weaponize it, weaponize Google search against the citizens of the People's Republic of China. Um, and so there was, uh, good on you, uh, Google. Uh, they had, one, once again, another one of their, their like all hands, like public meetings in which, you know, they, Sundar Pichai and, uh, uh, and uh, Sergey Brin was on stage, and this was available to everybody talking about pretty much everything that people wanted to talk about. And of course, some of the employees were asking about China, and no one was happy about it. Uh, they, uh, it did, uh, in terms of news gathering, it did bring up a couple of uh, interesting data points. Here's a quote from uh, Sundar Pichai uh, quote, If we were to do our mission well, we are to think seriously about how to do more in China. Uh, this is according to a quote from the New York Post. Uh, that said, we are not close to launching a search product in China. So according to Sundar Pichai, it's not as though there's a game plan that, hey, we're near, we're, we're, we've got a launch date set. It's like this is something that we're looking at. We're definitely, Sundar has always said that they always indicated positively about Google becoming more active in China, but it's not as though this is something that's going to be uh, launched later on. Uh, again, according to the New York Times, the CEO apparently described the moves being made by the company in that country as, quote, exploratory. Uh, and uh, 1,400 Googlers 
have signed a letter protesting the project. And again, I'm here quoting the uh, New York Times. Uh, in the letter, which was obtained by the New York Times, employees wrote that the project and Google's apparent willingness to abide by China's censorship requirements, quote, raise urgent moral and ethical issues, unquote. They added, quote, currently we do not have the information required to make ethically informed decisions about our work, our projects, and our employment. Continuing the quote, we urgently need more transparency, a seat at the table, and a commitment to clear and open processes. Google employees need to know what we're building, the letter said. Uh, so they're getting a lot of pushback from employees. This is another one of those indications that things, these things don't work in a vacuum. People, When you're hiring engineers uh, and even people who are not engineers at a very, very high level, they don't want to find out later on that, no, they were not working on commercial space flight. They're actually working on rockets designed to carry biological weapons across the ocean, and they don't want to sign up for anything like that. Um, and... Another indication that maybe employees are becoming less happy with management, uh, this was unusual because we know all about this because somebody was live tweeting this as it as the event went on. As a matter of fact, at some point uh, it during the event, during the, the meeting, it became discovered and uh, both uh, Pichai and uh, Bryn basically stopped talking about China and somebody who was next up at the mic basically said, if you're live tweeting this, F you, and got a little bit of applause because this is, it's uh, obviously there were being, uh, employees had the ability to talk very, very freely, but this is, they felt as though this is a family conversation and not necessarily a public meeting. I don't know. <laughs> It's more like tradition. I'm yeah, reacting on the Skype video, by the way. You are, you are, <laughs> I've been you're, like you're, reacting exactly. this entire I'm, I'm saying... time. Just like yeah. face palming, just like shaking my head. Um, I mean, I... You, you, ha you have a response to this, I, I gather. <laughs> I do, Auntie. A bit of a response. I want to add on a couple of things. So I went to The Verge, wrote a quickie about this. And it is by Sam Bifford, uh, Google Defense Controversial China Project meeting with employees. This was last week. And one of the so Pachai had said, our stated mission is to organize the world's information. China is one fifth of the world's population. I think if we were to do our mission well, I think we have to think seriously about how we do more in China. I genuinely believe we have a positive impact when we engage around the world. And I don't see any reason why that would be different in China. But I mean, okay. Mm. Okay. So if we break this down, our stated mission is to organize the world's information. Yes, it's true. So are you saying that China's information includes all of that? It, it includes the censorships is, is one thing. Um, and not only that, but in all of this, all of these little quotes, the thing that's really coming out to me is that we are doing this because this is business. This is exactly what I yeah. hear in between all of this. Uh, let's see. What was what was the quote that Pachaya said? If we were to do our mission well. If we were to do our mission well. Our mission well means if we were to make our numbers. I know I talk a lot about like finances and how, and I've been getting kind of a bit, I feel like I've been getting a little bit of pushback because it's like, well, you know, they're companies. They're supposed to make money. But yes, I understand that. Of course. It's always like the first goal in this world is to make money. But... That's really the driving force here. I don't know if I really believe it's about information anymore because if it is about information, you would not be censoring things because in order for the information to get to people, it cannot be censored. Otherwise, how will it get to them? Um, I also want to add 
the reason I pick this Verge article is because they have the embed from Kate Conger, who I believe went to, she was a Gizmodo and now she's at the New York Times and she had tweeted, um, Sergey, you know, he was saying that the Dragonfly project only came to his attention because of the quote unquote kerfuffle over it. And when I read that, I just like yelled yeah. in my room, like, what? Like, did you just seriously? This, this is, this did you is just a, like, the, uh, he just loudly yeah. mitigated everybody's yeah. concern at his, and I, this is why, this is why I have to turn the game down because I'm just like, because this your employees are freaking out over how like the ethical stands are this and the only thing that you can classify as is a kerfuffle like that is mm. that is not responsible CEOing or whatever executiving whatever <laughs> you want to call that yeah. I think that is so dismissive of people's concerns and I think that in this political climate you absolutely have to have a PR statement prepared for this sort of thing in this political climate you know that the tech press is looking at you really closely, everything you're telling your employees. In this particular political climate here in the United States, you know that there are a lot of tensions between China and the U.S. right now in this political climate. And for you to just dismiss it with a word like kerfuffle, like words matter. This is what we keep trying to tell people as writers. <laughs> and the words that you yep. use out loud, even if you're just using them out of your mouth, matter as well. <laughs> And so I just, I really think this is, um, I just think it's, it says a lot about where Google is going to take this direction. And this is all I need to know from them. I think for the public, I don't, I don't know how the public is perceiving this. I haven't talked to people about it yet. Um, it's not something you could easily. So did you hear about the <laughs> Google employee meeting that happened? Everybody was live tweeting yeah. it. A lot of people these days are not on Twitter because it's become a horrible place. So yeah. Well, also, also as a sidebar, when you basically talk about horrible, th when you want to introduce the concept of horrible things that Google is doing, they're for, oh my God, they're not going to, are they going to change like where the reply button is on Gmail again? God yeah, damn it. I just, so, like, no, we're, we're thinking how a couple yeah. of us Um, We really got to consider these things as consumers of these products because, uh, you know, they, they've, got a sense of ownership over our data, which I'm sure we'll talk about more when we talk about who really owns the data that's on us that we give them. But that's beside the point. Just this this whole thing, I feel like the meeting could have been more constructive. I wish it was more than 1,400 employees because Google employs thousands and thousands of people in like all across the world. And I would love to see more Google employees speak up about this and how they feel about it. If it makes them feel uncomfortable because as a consumer, it makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I will, uh, because I spend so many words taking companies like Google to task for, again, I use the words specifically, words do have meaning. They, they are uh, Chinese. The Chinese government is asking Google to weaponize uh, search. Yes. Because this is, this, we, it's hard to grow up in, let's say, the United States of America and appreciate what a country like Russia or China or, my God, Turkey can do to its own citizens. China, for all of its outer trappings as a modern technological and economical and social uh, 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 
progressive state and and world power, this is a place where you will properly be disappeared if you say the wrong yep. things. This is only very recently where uh, a, a young activist decided, "Hey, I'm going to look. I'm going to live stream spreading ink over the president's picture." And of then she disappears, and we find out that she's been committed to a psychiatric ward. <sighs> this again, you can properly be disappeared for being and for for disrupting the placitude of of of, uh, of a higher order. And this is uh, and control of people's phones, control of uh, their communications, observing them every single step of the way is something that they have to be able to do in order to exact to to carry out this sort of stuff. So this isn't just sort of an arbitrary. This isn't just sort of a a uh, uh, an intellectual yeah. conversation. Lives lives will be affected by the ability to track to increase the ability to track the only thing i will say and this is in defense but as a data point is that if you talk to um uh, international human rights workers uh and organizations they do say that uh, in the very in a very generic sense given an a or b choice a company like google can be of more help to citizens by having a presence than by simply having no presence whatsoever because at least you're providing them with some extra tools that maybe they can exploit that's worth saying as a sidebar, but there is uh, – if you are already out of Google – excuse me, if you're already out of China, okay, you've been out for eight years. Also, in the time that you've been out, okay, a Chinese-owned search engine has taken over search. So it's not as though you're going to – just like DuckDuckGo and, uh, and, uh, and, and uh, Microsoft Search, they're nice alternatives, but they're never going to dislodge Google Andy? as the central – I didn't want to. Do, if you, it's like it's like Beetlejuice. If you keep saying it over okay. and over again, no, I'm. I'm you're you're right. I, I hadn't thought of Bing in so long that I could not. <laughs> I, uh, I, and I'm not even heavy user of DuckDuckGo, but it's more relevant because at least it has like an an an, an, an a, a unique position in search. But what I'm saying is that so you're not going to dislodge Weibo from uh, from what people go to when they mm -hmm. want to find something. So what is your upside here versus how much it's like uh, it's. At some point, you have to say the this upside is, is Google here's, makes here's, search money, Andy. <laughs> no, that's no that, that that's Sorry. true too. But this this is this is um, this is a problem that um, that keeps baffling and frustrating me. Not just in this story, but so many other stories. It's like there we can agree that there is a spectrum. Mm -hmm. Like there is, it's not there's it's, again, it's not a binary thing. Saying I will definitely not do this, but I will definitely do this. It's mm -hmm. definitely right in this situation. Definitely not right in this situation. It's more like you've put your you've you've put your hand on a, a surface that's getting warmer and warmer and warmer. And we don't know, we can't say for sure at what temperature you definitely have to jerk your hand away. But at some point, it gets so hot that you're saying, it is not worth the burnt skin to keep my hand on this hot surface. And some, and in so many areas, not only with Google and not only in tech, you feel you're watching somebody keep their hand on that hot surface. And now you can actually, now you can smell like pork being cooked and you're saying is that person just going to keep that hand there until they are they saying no under no circumstances are we willing to like back out of this are we willing are we willing to say no it is not proper for for this to for us to allow this to happen and this is what frustrates the hell out of me with google i would like them to be able to tell me 
above wanting to have market share in China, which I appreciate is the largest internet market in the world, I think. It's like, what is not going to be okay? How many people have to be have to land in psychiatric institutions? How many people have to be put in a jail on trumped up charges? How many much more power does a head of state have to acquire for him or her, him or herself before you say, "I don't care how much money we're making or losing here. We do not want to make weapons for the Kaiser." You know, we are not in the business of. Uh, Again, oh, it concerns us, fellow listener. It's a it's a concern of ours, which we hope you gathered. <laughs> it is a concern of ours. Um, and we don't even have kids. Okay, yeah. Is, if we had kids, like, oh, okay, we're gone. Uh, <laughs> but you know, this is a good time as any to actually probably jump into an ad break. Our last ad break, just. To, Let's collect, let's collect, collect ourselves because we're going to be talking. I mean, <laughs> there's, there's a lot more to say face. about this, and you know, we're going to be hearing more. And we'll be saying it yeah. in the next coming. So weeks. let's let's jump into an ad. <laughs> this episode of Material is brought to you by Molecule. I'm sure you've spent a lot of effort into making your home comfortable, welcoming, and maybe even smart. But have you ever thought about the air pollutants in your home? Because without them, you could sleep better, feel better, and live better. Molecule is the only air purifier that actually destroys pollutants. Let me tell you why it's important. More than 80% of people living in urban areas that monitor pollution are exposed to air quality that doesn't meet recommendations set by the World Health Organization. Worst news is that indoor air can be up to five times worse than outdoor air. To rest easy knowing you're breathing clean air, you need Molecule. Molecule are introducing a breakthrough science that is finally capable of destroying air pollutants at a molecular level. And their many, many happy customers are reaping the benefits, with customers saying they are able to breathe through their noses for the first time in years. Molecule has a clean design with high quality experience. It's even been described as the apple of air purifiers and has been verified by science. But more importantly, it's been tested by real people. They have already helped allergy and asthma sufferers cope with their conditions and significantly reduce their symptoms. The Molecule Air Purifier is whisper quiet, energy efficient, made for rooms of all sizes, portable, and connected. You can control Molecule using its touchscreen display or remotely using the iPhone or Android app. You need to go and look at the Molecule Air Profile to see what it can do and to see how sleek looking this thing is. Head to Molecule.com. That's Molecule with a K, M-O-L-E-K-U-L-E.com to take a look around. And when you make your first order, use code MATERIAL for $75 off. That's MATERIAL for $75 off your order. Our thanks so much to Molecule for their support of this show. All right, now that everybody has cooled off, uh, you know, before we end the podcast, we should we should get into a couple of quick little items of stuff that's happened. I mean, in the midst of all this Google, uh, you know, cafeteria meetings happening between employees, there's also yeah. things coming out. Yeah, let, let's let's do some quick hits now. Hopefully next week, in addition to being explaining why we're upset about this article about how it's impossible to do anything, um, we won't talk about it now because it's just rolling out. But there's a huge, huge new uh, update, which to I Google really Fit, want to uh, come that, already to my phone because I want to yes, use it. I was checking. Where it, is it? And so. <laughs> 
nine to five Google and others have have it, and we're talking about it. Uh, but it looks like a, such a it's a, like a revolutionary mm-hmm. new change to it that and I will uh, and I will say without any complaint whatsoever that overall it makes the Google Fit experience a lot more it looks like, like the it. Apple Fit experience, which is which is fine. So now you you'll have rings. Uh, they're not it just works. simply saying I noticed that you're riding a bicycle. Would you like me to record how far you ride on your bicycle? Now it's more like we're looking at everything you do. Here are some rings to complete. Here are some challenges, and we'll gamify this a little bit with also not only uh, the other benefits of uh, the the M M&M, and M uh, glory that uh, Google adds to things, material design, uh, which is now much much more material e, uh, and also machine learning. So it's going to be doing mm, giving a lot more M&Ms. personalized recommendations. <laughs> yes. The peanut kind. <laughs> I can't. Uh, you don't like the peanut kind? No, it's like. Okay, good. I love them, and unfortunately, I love them so much that I don't. I don't because ever buy them. Because you eat the whole bag in one, one, in one yeah. Uh, exactly. exactly. Yeah. That's what happens. That's what happens. So, um, but and also the the Google Fit, excuse me, the Google Wear version looks that which they also have pictures of looks like it's going to be exceptional, which also is getting me excited about whatever new Google Wear hardware yeah. comes up uh, at excited? the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> because, well, because that's you know what? Because that's the, the there, there are two things I really, really uh, miss about uh, not having the Apple Watch, yeah. not having access to the Apple Watch. Number one, something that is compact and stylish, and yeah. and has a really good battery life. Uh, but also, how easy? I'm, I'm never. Uh, I'm just not the sort of person who will ever make it uh, until my doctor tells me that things are going very, very badly. I will not become, I'm, a, I'm engaged in a fitness lifestyle. I, again, I try to make sure I exercise every single day. I try to make sure I'm not sitting in the chair for, for too long a period of time. But it's not, oh, I can't wait to do another 45 minutes of crunches. And, ooh, I, I you know, but the, the idea of, Checking checking the checking your wrist for the time and seeing that you know what if I just I know that I, I took a walk this morning to the post office and back but if I take another walk I will close out that ring and uh, the, the the digital Skinner box like I'll, I will get a food pellet exactly for an, in exchange for for that positive dopamine behavior. it's just oh yeah I got my receptors going I completed because I get so jealous yeah. of the Apple Watch I want completed circles and I also want yeah. my friends to cheer me on every time I clear circle and thus far that's not happening so all my <laughs> ios friends have this little click that they've been a part of not only am i the green bubble but i'm also not a part of the fitness group thanks you know what flo that means that you're not giving in to peer pressure all these friends that are trying to goad you into living longer and being healthier just because it's the cool thing I to wish. do it's lonely out here in the suburbs which is why google fit needs to be better so i really hope that flo, I, I i i suppose that if everybody took a jog across a bridge you'd take a jog across a bridge too wouldn't you because it's, it's what everybody's doing <laughs> but i actually can't <laughs> take a true. jog across the bridge right now it's too smoky Sorry. Hashtag reality. Hashtag my state is burning. Uh, <laughs> next, <laughs> bit of, I know. next bit of Google News. <laughs> Let's see. I, I, again, this is this is this is this is why social media has such an interesting impact that everybody now my Instagram feed is full of these beautiful sunrises <laughs> yeah, know, and sunsets right? of these beautiful like red, red, red uh, moons. And, and it's like, oh, isn't that pretty? Let's see the caption. Yeah, I know the fires are, are 300 miles away from me, but the yeah. smoke is is so dense that it's actually coloring the moon like completely. Oh, yes. dear. I'm so sorry. 
Um, but uh, next next quickie is that so we uh, I think we spoke last week about how uh, my goodness somebody's managed to miraculously get hold of a completely like uh, uh, store ready uh, Pixel 3XL. It's got the box and everything. And so well, it turns out that according to nine to five, Google did a little bit of uh, journalism here and discovered that there is a somewhat somewhat full on shifty dealer in the Ukraine <laughs> who seems to have gotten a hand his his or her hands on a quantity of these and are selling them That's for. Hot. Two grand. Uh, That's hot yeah. in a bad way. Which I mean. is, yeah, and it's not, and it's not just a scam because, oh. again, you can find people who were able to PayPal or Bitcoin them the two grand, and they got it via FedEx or DXL, DHL. Uh, but it's also the source of, fortunately, again, if you're if you're trying to figure out whether to put aside six to eight hundred dollars or eight hundred to a thousand dollars, now we're we've got. This is why in the past week it's been confirmed that there is uh, wireless charging. Uh, that the now we have images, sample images from the camera. So yeah, Google has to. I guess they, they must have to figure out how they're going to incorporate this into their marketing. Now that they are the last people to tell people about the features of the Google <laughs> Pixel Three XL. You know. um, I don't think they will. I think they're going to let this keep happening. And I think it's fine because it's, it is a little fun to watch, to watch my feed blow up in. This is the pixel leak. And I'm like, no, it's not, but nice try anyway. Um, so, you know, yeah. it keeps us on our toes, I guess. And don't trust yeah. everything you read. <laughs> if 2018 yeah. has taught us anything, <laughs> except my yeah. stuff, you trust everything me and Andy, right? Exactly. We are, we are, we are so legit. legit. And we have. If you if you took a look if you took a look at our modes of transportation, you would know that we are the two last honest cops in a deeply corrupt town. Like like you know like the first ten minutes of like a, a, a police movie in which they have that slow pan across the parking lot of the police the police station where there's like nothing but like expensive pickup trucks and SUVs and sports cars, and then there's this one like Ford uh, one Plymouth Volare with a, with like a missing like trunk lid. You know that okay that is the that, that what they're telling us is that every cop in this station is on the take except for this one who will probably be played by chris christopherson or his budget appropriate <laughs> alternative oh jeez! so it's a hallmark movie uh just kidding <laughs> <laughs> by the way i love hallmark christmas movies no shade there <laughs> um okay so i am just gonna hold tight for this pixel three and i think everybody else should too <laughs> Yep. Final thoughts. <laughs> well, fine. exactly. Don't do, again. You, you you know that 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 round basketball shaped package under the tree is probably a basketball, but it's okay to wait until Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, whatever your 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 family tradition is, to find out. It's fine. You'll be fine. Um, last thing, and only because it's kind of interesting, and we were not going to be able to talk about it for <laughs> for the future. Uh, so someone noticed that uh, Google had filed for a trademark on a product, excuse me, a thing they're calling, quote, Google Shortwave, and it seems to be another uh, podcast app. Uh, it's a project filed by uh, Google's Area 120 incubator. And as you know, that's sort, of the, that's sort of like their Skunk Works division where they're just doing an experiment or something that's speculative. This is not like the Google, the, the Google podcast team that's working on a new app. Uh, but uh, Google, actually The Verge, who uh, I, we got the story from, contacted Google and actually heard back from a spokesperson who said, quote, one of the many projects we're working on within Area 120 is Shortwave, which helps users discover and consume spoken word audio in new ways. Like other projects within Area 120, it's a very early experiment, so there aren't many details to share right now. So there could be a lot of things. If you think about 
it uh, we think about Google's ability to turn spoken language into searchable text and how that could help you to not just find individual podcasts but individual stories within podcasts that you'd be interested in that could be pretty cool we'll find I out I suppose we will find out I actually personally think that this is just going to be an app that I for some reason I think this is going to try and rival Anchor I don't know why I think that but I'm going to put that out there in the space and see what it manifests of it because <laughs> yep. yeah, I'm curious. Apparently I think anchor FM, it's that little like podcast snippet. I, I don't even know why I should be mentioning it on here because I think technically <laughs> it's a competitor, but JK, you can enjoy all sorts of different content as you enjoy because the internet is beautiful. Uh, but yeah, I, I am just thinking it's going to be something like that where people can just publish like 20, 20 minute diatribes at a time. <laughs> Oh God. Like 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 Vine for Vine, yeah, for, podcasts. Vine for podcasts, exactly. <laughs> but okay. that's that's like, what that's, I came if, up if, with. If that if, see if if that becomes a unit of podcast, I'm doomed because as our listeners, whoever are remaining, have learned, I really can't say anything in less than twenty seconds, except for "ow." I didn't realize that this wire was electrified. In which case, would probably even just be "ow" and then collapse to the floor. <laughs> Yes, hair hair just string strung out uh, from the <laughs> electrical current. <laughs> I was I got my first electrocution at age five. I still remember oh, it was not boy. terribly unpleasant. Um, it definitely set up my relationship with technology for that, years to come. So very quickly, the area to one twenty Google experimental products. I'm just on the website. I want to. Oh, they don't show you anything. You know nothing. You can join an early access program, but that's about it. And then it's just stock photos and then sign up for early access. Okay. See, again, if I were if I were running Area 120, I would make that site just have like a different cookie recipe every week. That sounds delicious. And in and, and the bottom, you would know it's, it's, this is a Google page, but that, that would make it, it wouldn't would be that cookie make it sound even more, even more secret? <laughs> No, we we have nothing to do with tracking you based on units of American currency you have touched. We are simply a cookie recipe hub, <laughs> as it were. Please like us on Facebook. <laughs> we shudder at Facebook now. Move. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, and uh, we, we, you did we this, Mark. Up, you but, did uh, this. It's like, I just, I just need all of my friends and acquaintances and relatives to use anything else. Forget them. I don't need them. Yeah. Enjoy. <laughs> it was nice knowing you. <laughs> well, see, again, see, my problem. Again, my problem is if if I had like a spouse and children <laughs> and stuff like that, I would say, well, screw everybody. I have my own family. It's like, no, it's like, it's like me, like jumping, off, take, jumping off the cruise ship with five thousand people in a rowboat and like a, a bag of Cheez-Its and a bottle of water, saying, "Screw you, uh, stay on, stay on your horrible cruise ship where they track everything you do. I'll be just fine here in the middle of the Pacific with no one to talk to except for what is now an empty box of Cheez-Its because, much like peanut M&Ms, I will tear right through that almost immediately too. Why did I take 
Jesus, I should have taken broccoli instead, which I could have made last forever. I'm not very bright. Anyway. Actually, the broccoli would have eventually wilted, so it wouldn't have lasted forever. So perhaps the preservatives and the cheese is a better idea because then you could actually keep those around longer. So here's to hoping that you ration your Cheez-Its next time you find yourself stranded in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. This is my wish for you, Andy. Well, <laughs> Well, it's it's also it's also a good choice because you never know if you're going to have to entertain. It's very true. Those porpoises, they they exactly. have a purpose. These these sirens, see again the, the the sirens or mermaids as they're more properly known, they're they they call up call to you to dash your ship upon the rocks. But if you like say, oh, why don't you come over here? I have Cheez-Its and a and a variety of dips, dipping sauces for them. They will come out to you and you will not die. And it's not until they get to the boat they realize that you were lying about the dipping sauces. But you do have the Cheez-Its, so maybe they would say, oh, you know what? We'll we'll guide you back to show. Okay, whatever. These, if these weren't if these weren't like the good ones that had that little bit of dill sprinkled on top of them, we might just let, let you drown. But okay, I gotta find these cheesets with dill. Yeah, they're, they're, it's like it's like there's no there's no such thing as an easy consumer choice anymore. It's like I want cheesets, great. Here are cheesets. Now, do you want the big ones, the normal size ones, or the little ones? Do you want, do you want the white cheese ones? Do you want a Samsung? Do you want a OnePlus? I want I I want to get funny cat pictures from my nana who texts me. Cat pictures. What's the kind of phone where you get funny cat pictures from your Nana? Fax machine. Uh, JK. (laughs) Okay, shall we wrap wrap up? I think we shall. Uh, as usual, uh, we've got memberships uh, available for everybody. Uh, here's a website you will want to know about, relay.fm slash material, uh, because not only will we sort of trick you into uh, and or entice you into signing up for a membership in which we get to get more money, uh, but also this is where you can give us feedback, suggestions, comments, feedback. We do pay attention to our Twitters and others, things like that. But if you send us an email directly, you get to spread out your, your thinking. Uh, and we do read all of that stuff. Uh, and also, you can you can of course sign up for memberships. So we're doing uh, we're before we had our pre-show meeting and talking about different ideas for uh, additional special members-only episodes in the future. We definitely have one in particular mm-hmm. that you'll be very happy about that we've been talking about uh, that we're we're, we're going to do today actually, but we had to reschedule because this is such an important figure. Uh, but you, I think you'll you will enjoy being it's a member Obama. of the Material Podcast. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Wouldn't that oh be amazing? God, we all wish. How much? How much? How much would we be talking about Google and Android? <laughs> and how much would we be? Can you even just like we? I, there's like an available seat on my like town board of select people, like nine people who like run the sewer commission and the school. Could you just like run for that? It will barely take any of your time. I bet they'll even you let you still Skype work on it. your I books. Just, <laughs> yes, and your philanthropy, <laughs> if that's what yeah. you're still into. Uh, but yeah, so all, all that sort of stuff coming up. Um, uh, so uh, we've already plugged your really cool life hacker yeah. article, which again I repeat is really really good. There's going to be some stuff in there that even if you thought you knew everything about Android P, I I didn't know. Also, for instance, that uh, all, all I did was I noticed that I. Uh, have been annoyed far less frequently since upgrading to P about being back home and like reading something or streaming something on my iPad and realizing that I've still been connected to my phone's <laughs> metered internet yes. for the past hour and a half. Uh, I, I, uh, and I didn't realize that it's, well, wow, I, I don't know how like I got switched back to like my home Wi-Fi and now that Android P has the feature that as soon as, as soon as like the iPad di- or whatever it is disconnects from the Wi-Fi, it does not 
let, the phone will not let it automatically reconnect. It will switch you your it will switch your phone. Uh, it will have it have to anyway. So nice stuff. So good stuff. Uh, anything else that's coming up in the pipeline? Um, that I also had an article go up at Engadget, Smart Home Security. Go check that out. Uh, but I mean, there's so much going on right now. Just just stick to Twitter and FlorenceIon.com. Best way how. Uh, and also I'm on Instagram and Snapchat if that is your thing. Also at Oh That Flow. Can we can we look forward to pictures of you pressing products against your face and hashtag being blessed? <laughs> no, I quit doing door? that like two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a phase. You can you can see you can see me pushing things against my face on Instagram, but only in a comical way because I'm with 10,400 viewers, uh, uh, subscribers on or followers on Instagram. I'm not known. I, I am. I don't have the, the drawing power of uh, a 14 year old girl who recently learned how to apply makeup in somewhat of an okay way. That's that. I'm not the. I'm not the. I'm not the thought influ- brand influencer uh, that they're looking for there. Uh, but if you go to Anatko on Twitter, Anatko on Instagram, or Anatko.com. Uh, once again, you'll find links to things that uh, that I'm doing. A lot of my stuff is uh, these days is with the WGBH radio in Boston, but uh, there's more writing stuff coming out in the near future. Well, that's going to be it for this week. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to us this time. Hope you listen to us again next week. And until then, have a wonderful seven days. <laughs>